What do you do when you've worked yourself right out of your own business? Hi, welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. Sometimes you really can automate yourself right out of a job. Welcome to the show, my friends. I'm your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership expert. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always learn more about me and how to work with me individually over at heathergrayconsulting.com. And today we're diving into a conversation that I am so excited to have. What do you do when you have just hit liquid gold for your business and you have just nailed it out of the park and all systems go and you are not really needed anymore? All you have to do is keep coming up with those great ideas and watch the revenue pile in. How do you navigate yourself as a business owner and a boss when it doesn't feel like you're actually working that hard? How do you find comfort in letting it be easy? And what do you do with all of your sudden free time? All of that is getting wrapped into today's listener question. I'm so excited to talk about this with you. I'm just going to dive right in and find you on the other side. Heather, when the adult coloring book market exploded, I jumped in with both feet. Always a black and white artist, I created templated kits to sell. My work was on good paper stock. I brought it with accompanying frames and in sending them out, I had a partnership with several pen, marker, and colored pencil companies where I earned a commission each time someone purchased from my recommendation. I was able to leave my job within three months of my side hustle. Since then, I've created similar products. <clears throat> Excuse me. Every time a new craft explosion idea hits or explodes. Recently, I've created a kit helping people with calligraphy, lettering, and a separate for acrylic pouring. Each product at this point, <clears throat> excuse me again, each product at this point has the same process. Collect materials, design instruction and packaging, create affiliate partnerships, and advertise. I heard you say on a show that we should stay in our zone of genius and delegate the rest. My zone of genius is figuring out the next project gathering the supplies, and making the partnerships. There's so much more than what I do to the business that doesn't need me to do it. I know I can hire this stuff out and my work week could boil down to less than five hours a week. I know I could hire a project manager or even a CEO and just move along. I'm so resistant to that idea though. Obviously, I shouldn't be doing customer service work at this point, but I am. I shouldn't be scheduling out our social media, but what the hell do I do if I only work five hours a week? That isn't a real job. I am supposed to just let the money come in and not work for it? I'm only 36. I'm nowhere near retirement age. How do I delegate it if it would leave me with practically nothing to do? I love this question. Thank you so much for writing in. This is a good one. All right. I'm diving in with both feet, just like you did in your zone of genius with the coloring pages right way back when. Okay. So first things first, you are creating so many stories about what it would mean to delegate these things. I don't really understand how you have decided that if you hire a CEO or you get a project manager or an operations manager into your business, that suddenly means you wouldn't be doing anything. All it means really is it gives you time and opportunity to decide 
what you would like to do next. It gives you an opportunity to evaluate the way your life is outside of work, if you're happy with it, if you'd want to prioritize differently, what your values are, how you would like to be spending your time, what are opportunities you have turned down that you haven't seen, you know, yourself capable of doing because you've been working, or what new business idea do you want to dream up? What new entrepreneurial venture do you want to create? Where do you want to put your toe in the next body of water? There's so many options that have nothing to do with resting on your laurels and eating bonbons and truffles. Like that doesn't have to be the story. You have totally created that. So the first thing that I would start to think about is to recognize you already know what I'm about to tell you. First of all, you know, you shouldn't be doing customer service. You told me already knew that. And you know that you don't need to be doing social media content. You know, that can be hired out. But this idea that you're really wrestling with is the fact that you have built a business model that is so largely self-sustaining, it doesn't need you. And that's making you feel guilty and weird or have a reaction to money and checks and royalties just coming in when you feel like you haven't worked for it. But I will tell you that what you have accomplished does not just happen because you came up with a good idea. It doesn't just happen because, oh, everybody's into coloring pages. I could do that. Let me do that. Do you know how many people decide, oh, everybody's into this or, oh, everybody's into that. Let me just do this. And they like don't get anywhere but pass their idea. They get to the point where they've barely done anything and then the fad fades and the opportunity goes away. You, my friend, are greatly under estimating all of the action steps, all of the intuition, all of the things you've done to allow your company to experience this level of success. And I think you are undervaluing it because it's been easy for you. Because you didn't have to work that hard, because it wasn't a hustle and it wasn't a grind and your back wasn't against the wall and you didn't have to sacrifice greatly, that intuitively you had a sense of business operations. You perceived an opportunity not just to make a coloring book, but to increase the value, like the the bottom, like the, uh, the business space has a phrase for this, I'm losing it at the moment, but like the starting point of your product is way different with paper stock and a frame and markers and instructions than it is with a $299 coloring book. So that you increase the value offer and the value proposition of what it is you were selling. You created a streamlined way of doing it so that you're not packaging this and selling it yourself and you have it in front of eyeballs. So All of that is a great mystery to a great number of people. If this is your gift and this is your skill set, you might not have noticed it because you're too busy paying attention to the fact that your gifts and your talents are art. My guess is, my friend, you are right-brained and (coughs) left-brained. Excuse me again. Sorry about that. So that you are... um, 
you know, like you were able to think artistically and with design and with detail, but you were always, you were also lined up really strategically with a business brain that just sees the way these things need to go, sees the processes. So part of what's happening for you is you have to create a new value understanding for things that just because they're easy doesn't mean they're not work. But what happens is because this is your talent, because this is your skill set, it opens up this whole opportunity for you to decide for yourself what you would find that time spent to be valuable. Because I honestly don't think you think it's writing emails to customers. And I know you don't think it's loading socials on uh, social media posts. Like you know that your zone of genius is better spent creating more kids creating more partnerships, figuring out the packaging, figuring out the advertising and getting that on automatic pilot. And it sounds like you have a team of people that already does all of that. So what I would start to think about is if all of this was done for you and you just needed to come up with the next idea and you, in fact, only had to work five hours a week, what do you want to be doing with the rest of your time? Like, Answer the question so that when you are imagining moving on, letting go and not giving yourself, you know, sort of buffer work to do, what would you actually want to do? Do you want to create a new business? Do you want to expand your line? Do you want to start offering tutorials? Do you like, do you want to start selling franchises? Like, what do you want to start doing in this? Because what ends up happening is you have created this automatic story that like, I would be doing nothing and doing nothing has no value. So I should be writing my customer emails. Like that is a huge mindset block that you have to untangle yourself from. And the best way to do that is to create a vision for what you would like to do instead. Now, part of what I also hear that you're not specifically saying is I think you think that because it was easy, you don't deserve the money you're making. You don't deserve to be 36 years old. And essentially what I think I kind of read between the lines is that you could technically retire on this income. So you don't want to, but what does it mean to you? And what is the money story that you are attached to right now? Um, with this idea that like, if you're not that working for it, does that mean for you, you haven't earned it? Does it mean for you, you haven't deserved it? Rather than has it created an opportunity for you to create more value elsewhere? Because there is so much opportunity for you to create more individualized kits, but there's also more opportunity for you to take a wild left turn and do something that you haven't given yourself time or attention to do. Like, what is the permission that you need to receive to allow it to be easy? To not have had a hard time building a successful business, to use the gratitude and the appreciation for that, to build something else and to build something new, that is the conversation you need to have with yourself. It's the what do you want to do instead and what do you need to change in your thinking if it's going to be easy? I will tell you my gut instinct here. 
And this is way, this could be one of those times when you are on a baseball field and I am on a football field. But I can tell you, having worked with clients on this issue, and perhaps you need to book up with me and you and I need to work this out a little bit and I can help you wrap your mind around it with more detail. But I am wondering if your real secret worry is what will people think of me? Is if I have this business and I'm not working that much, how am I going to be perceived? Because yes, you could have this story for yourself, but if it was just yourself, nobody would know other than you. Like your team would know, but do you really like your team is going to be grateful that you decided not to do the job so they could have a job. They're not going to care you're not working because of you not working, they're able to have jobs. So is it really your own opinion of yourself that you're worried about? Or are you perhaps worried about how it will seem to other people? Because a lot of people have stories attached to wealth and acclaim and what other people think of that. And they keep trying to buck against that image and do something else. And are you keeping yourself at the office just because you don't want to have to admit or have other people find out that you don't need to be at the office? And again, this isn't some work that you and I can just sort through in a one-way conversation on a podcast. I don't even know if this is the issue you're bringing to the table, but it's worth a conversation with yourself of recognizing and owning that, first of all, whenever you left your job in the first place to go make adult coloring kits, I'm assuming somebody had an opinion about that. Some people were like, wow, go you. This is such a fad. This is such a thing. Other people are probably like, you're leaving a job to do what? And you didn't care. The same thing when you expanded to all the other art kits. The same time you started and built affiliate revenue. There's so many people who have like looked down on affiliate revenue as an income stream. So what is it for you that you are really battling here? And is it this public perception? Perception and persona. And if you are worried or you're worried about what your family's going to think or your friends are going to think, because I do think sometimes when we grow and expand to these epic levels, we don't always bring people with us. So if, what, who are you really worried about right now? Whose opinion really matters to you? And what are you trying to control in your messaging? That is a critical question for you to pay attention to and to think about going forward. Because, you know, here's where I, I, you know, I think you might be landing with yourself is that because you don't know what you want to do instead, and you're now worried, potentially, again, I'm making a huge ass assumption and I could be totally wrong, but you're worried about what other people are going to think, then like you're just wrapped in that story that other people are going to think you're doing nothing. So there's two prongs to this fork. One is get really clear on how you'd like to spend the time if you hire a lot of your job out. And then two, what do you want people to know? And what do you want people to think? And go ahead and tell them and say, I've been really fortunate over the past X number of years to have built a business that has, you know, been able to positively 
you know, improve the workforce, to give people who are passionate about art and crafts and all of that jobs, da-da-da-da-da. I'm really looking forward to my next venture. I can't wait for this. Like, people are going to think about, you know, whatever they're going to think about you. And they're going to have opinions regardless. You can put your best foot forward and tell them what you want them to think. Or you can recognize that, like, you are doing yourself a gigantic disservice if you decide their potential opinion of you is becoming your opinion of yourself. And again, I could be making all this up and this could be insight, psychobabble, run amok, but that's what I'm actually reading in your letter. And that's what I'm challenging you to think about. The stories you have connected to letting it be easy, what you're going to do with open space, and how you're going to manage people's perception of success and tie it to your own perception and your own understanding of success. Because this remains successful regardless of whether or not you keep showing up to work at 40 hours a week answering customer service emails because you know that's the deal and that's your zone of genius is best spent somewhere else. I love this question. I am really hoping you're going to take me up on the opportunity to work with me so we can dive into this personally. Um, I'll include a link for you or anybody else interested in having me dive into their business into the show notes. We should definitely be talking. I think you have some work to do and I think you'll get there a whole heck of a lot faster if you hire me, which is usually true for anyone else listening. So everybody else, I invite you to include yourselves in that conversation. Thank you so much for such a badass question. Congratulations on all your success. Thanks to everyone for joining me today. And I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.